The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house. And anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor is SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and uh, when you get over there, you'll see two videos at the top of the page. One on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday. You can click on that and play it up until 3 o'clock if you missed that. And then the other is, uh, or and then he'll be live at 3 o'clock today in that little space. The one on the right, I put the code in there. I don't know why it's still coming up with yesterday's uh, video there, but uh, I'll try to straighten that out during the show here. Uh, but... 
all you got to do is click on the play and blow it up on whatever device you've got. And then the Rumble icon is down in the bottom right. Click on that and you can join us in the chat. We are streaming to Rumble at, at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. We're also on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page there. DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. Various Facebook pages of mine that still remain up for some unknown reason, but we're thankful for that because we got a lot of friends who pop in on those. And then also, if you're on Twitter and you want to use that for whatever it's worth, uh, the real Tim Brow, not N, don't add an N on there, just put a 2 in the place of the N. Dummy me was not paying attention when they said, hey, the real Tim Brown is not available. So I guess I'm not the real Tim Brown. Um, <laughs> But whatever, uh, I'm on there. If you want to, if you want to try that, give that a shot too. Right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for a newsletter. Uh, please help us out in doing that and getting out some of the content that we have on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You get one of those in the evening. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then if you want our ministry email, go to SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, and that one comes out once a week, usually on Saturdays. Um, I, if you would like to help us. Do what we do, and you agree with our message. There's a donate button at the top of the page. You can click on that and make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And, um, yeah, those links are there at the top of the page, sonsoflibertymedia.com. And then, finally, our store is available. This week, we're highlighting the dog tags, the Sons of Liberty dog tags. Again, these do not look like what these pictures are. These were the mock-ups for them. Uh, Silver and black are the two colors you can get. They're normally $8.00. Sons of Liberty on the front, 1 John 3.18 on the back, and uh, normally $8 this week only through Saturday at midnight. You can get 10% off when you use the promo code LOVE, and that should tie you right into 1 John 3.18. Deeds, not words, right? Uh, We love indeed, and so love gets you 10% off through Saturday night at midnight, so be sure and uh, check that out. Uh, One thing I want to do before we get to uh, a couple of, just a couple of short videos, and then we'll bring Lynn on is um I got a little uh little card here yesterday with a gift in it and um it's from my friend Jeffrey. Thank you, Jeff. And um I look forward to your show to show daily. You're an inspiration to all of us. You have made my fake Walk with our Lord and Savior much stronger. I'm thankful to God for bringing you and your ministry in our daily lives. Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. I I appreciate that very much. In fact, it was such a surprise because I didn't know you had my address, but <laughs> thank you for it and uh, and for your gift, too. Thank you very much. Um, but uh, now I'm all a mess here. <laughs> But it's a good mess. I really appreciate that encouragement. You have no idea. A um, couple of things. This is from around the world. And um <clears throat> try to get my composure here a little bit. These are some doctors gathered in Nuremberg protesting governments, um, wanting to treat people different than how government's telling them to treat them. And... Um, so check, I mean, you guys, whoa, that's, that's right in my ear. This is uh, some of the people gathered out there. Check this out. This is in Nuremberg. And uh, just tons of people out. I don't even know what that says, all this stuff. Um, <laughs> it's in German. So any of you guys want to translate that that might know German, <laughs> you want to help me out, that'd be great. Uh, that'd be awesome. Um 
But uh, there's there's some from Nuremberg. Now this is all of these will be in the archive, and then we'll have some uh, some bonus videos. You guys, if you're not catching the archive with the bonus video, I can't play all this stuff. And sometimes I'm doing pre-records, and so I don't play that many of them unless they actually have something to do with what we're talking about. This is out of Wellington, New Zealand, and uh, it says citizens are done with Jacinda Arden and her globalist reign. Uh, yeah, they show out in the streets, man, and um, you'll see the numbers start to build up. It starts out with what appears to be a little, and then you've got this massive crowd that's out there. Moses said, let my people go. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But this is in New Zealand. And if I'm not mistaken, there's somebody through here that says, pretty soon... It's going to be where these people who have engaged in this tyranny, they're not going to be able to go out in public. And good. Good. They should fear the people. Because the people are going to be the ones who bring justice to them. The people are going to be the ones who do the work on behalf of God. You guys heard the pre-music, the pre-show music, right? And the line goes, God, come back home. In other words... I think of it as in in terms of the Old Testament when God said he wrote Ichabod. The glory has departed. And it's a cry. Lord, we know your glory has departed. Come back to us. Let us repent. And I'll tell you what, when we repent, we're going to bring justice on the heads of these people. We are. But that's what real repentance looks like. It's not a, oh, I'm sorry. That's That may be the start of it. But then it goes into the actions. It goes into the actions. Do we have love for our fellow man or not? And um, part of that is bringing justice upon the heads of the wicked. Oh, Tim, you don't have any mercy for them. Didn't God show you mercy? Yes, he showed me mercy. But he showed me mercy because he gave me a heart that was repentant. He turned my heart around. He did that. He hasn't done that for these people here. Should we pray for them? Yes, the Bible instructs us to do that. But it also says that we're to be those who resist those who are acting in such a fashion. We are not to submit ourselves to them. Romans 13 does not teach us that. It teaches us to submit to those who are honoring God and real ministers of Him and carrying that out. And then this one is also, this one's out of Queensland. I want you to listen to what they're going to do to the teachers there uh, who refuse to get the shots. Check this out of unvaccinated teachers across the state will have their pay slashed as a penalty for not complying with COVID-19 directions. Tim Arvia joins me in the studio now. Directions. Tim, exactly how much are these teachers going to lose? Well, it depends on actually how much they're paid. So each teacher, it will be different. But effectively, they're having their pay cut for 18 weeks. The government had told them it could be up to 20. They've actually made the decision 18 weeks is what they're going to cop. And in that, their pay grade essentially goes down one level. So for some teachers, it will be hundreds. Some, it may be thousands. But that is what they are looking at. And uh, the government has actually sent them these letters, each one. And they're making it clear they're taking this pretty seriously. Um, part of the letter reads, it's important that you are aware of the seriousness with which the department views your inappropriate behaviour and failure to comply with the direction. You should be aware that any further substantiated allegations and or a breach of the code of conduct or standard of practice will be viewed very seriously and may result in the termination of your employment. 
But many of these teachers there are really not happy about the, the pay cut and also their treatment. They view it as double standards and they are all in, in given to what previous uh, employees have had. And they're also now looking at the possibility of court action taking it to the Industrial Relations Commission. Mm. Uh, but this is what the Professional Association of Teachers here in Queensland had to say about it today. This is a really extreme uh, financial penalty because these teachers and, and educators have been stood down without pay. And that's usually only reserved for those people who have been uh, convicted as criminals. Okay, that's what's going on with teachers who are unvaccinated. What about any other public servants who didn't get vaccinated? There's obviously a lot of court action going along as well with police, uh, fire, uh, paramedics, also nurses, doctors, frontline medical staff. Oh, wow. And, and the, there's not a lot of employees taking this out when you look at the size of the organisations, but this court action is still ongoing. Um, that is going to be separate to this, and there has actually has been a very interesting legal case today which will shed some light on that, so we'll have some more on that at 6pm, plus the uh, reaction from the Education Department as well. We contacted them several hours ago and are yet to hear back, but hopefully we'll have that by 6pm. An ongoing story. Thank you, Tim. Cheers. All right. Yeah, it's ongoing, and it's going to keep going on until the people stop it. And I'll tell you what, there's a lot. Uh, you know, this is education show today, uh, Rotten to the Core Wednesday. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of those, a lot of these teachers, one, you need to, I don't know how many listen in Queensland. <laughs> I, I don't know. Y'all ought to walk out for each other. Y'all to just walk out today and say, okay, guess what? You don't have to pay any of us and you don't have anybody to teach your kids. Have fun with that. Have fun dealing with that. And put it back on them instead of complying and getting your pay cut or getting fired or any of this. Walk out on them. Call in sick. Do whatever you got to do and put them on the hot seat. That's what you need to do. The rest of the businesses too. Fire, EMT, please. Fine. Do it. Walk out on them. See, they're dependent upon you. You're not really dependent upon them. That's just the mindset that they have you in. And frankly... You know, a lot of teachers don't need to be teaching anyway because they're not teaching the truth. They're indoctrinating people anyway, and we cover that all the time here uh, on the Sons of Liberty. And to do that, and to help me do that, actually to do it herself, I mean, I'm just kind of the, I'm the host, but Lynn comes, she brings all the goods. And uh, so, uh, as always, Rotten of the Core Wednesday, we've got the Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, good morning. I'm so glad that uh, Jeff is spreading his love around. I tell you what, that's a wonderful thing. Yeah, he's, he's great. Uh, yeah, he is. Okay, well, I know that you're playing videos from across the world mm. of people revolting. Here's the one wish <clears throat> that I have. Excuse me. I want to start seeing the videos from here in America. Amen especially with this midterm garbage that is going on trying to gear everybody up to pit each other against each other and that's pretty much our topic today is the right versus the left paradigm in education is null and void but you're going to see both sides play the people like a fiddle and it's just absolutely off the charts. And to start us off, if you would show people the message that I sent you yesterday, this is an image out of Arizona. I'm mixing things up a little bit, Tim. So if we can go there. Yeah, give me a second. I meant to open that up and I didn't, uh, I didn't That's open okay. it up. So go ahead. Okay. This is a, uh, this is from Arizona. 
And, you know, I've been telling you how toxic these education savings accounts are. I've been telling you for years, if you take the money from the government, especially through these education savings accounts, that it's going to align you to the same thing because it's going to live out what page 17 of the Every Student Seeds Act said, which is all education had to be aligned to the same. So here we go. Arizona has made all this wonderful news. They've set the gold standard for the nation because after all, now parents have all this freedom because they took the government money. And this particular uh, action tells you point blank, if you take that money in Arizona, you will no longer be recognized as a homeschooler. Why? Because you are now in the system to be trapped, traced, indoctrinated, and career pigeonholed. And this is a conservative move, Tim, brought out to say, oh, yes, this is what we want to do to our families. Now, this is in Arizona, Texas, is chomping at the bit to do the same thing and watch how many other states are going to start doing this. But then I told you years ago here in North Carolina, what did they do? They blurred the lines between what is homeschooling and what is public schooling on purpose so that funding could come together so that it could be more blended. So everybody could have more opportunities than they ever had before. And people are not waking up to the fact that this is not about freedom. This is not about parental rights. This is about taking them away from you. So this is why we need to see people in the streets across this nation going, I'm not going to buy this midterm hype anymore. Now, that was a conservative view. We're going to talk about the liberal view because it's pretty much the same thing, too. In fact, they don't mind. If you get uh, hooked into the system, the conservatives don't mind if you get hooked into the system because neither party, neither right nor left has any bloody business in education. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And for the people who who can't um, read that, I know I'm showing it on the screen to the video audience, but uh, the radio audience as well. Here's one of the questions that's asked here. Can ESA funds be used for homeschooling? While ESA funds can be used for home education, they changed the language there, Yep. ESA students do not file homeschool affidavits and are not considered homeschool students by state law. Okay? Mm-hmm. See how they're doing that to you guys? And this is out of Arizona, right? This is where that yeah, chick, this is uh, Arizona- this yeah, is where Arizona- that chick Lake is, is running, right? I believe so. But now, wait yeah. a minute. Good old, good old Republican Texas. <gasps> they're uh, yeah. doing. They're they're coming down the pike with this same uh, shuck and jive. Yep, they absolutely are. And I'm going to tell you what it's here in North Carolina, and this was precisely what that mandate meant when it said all education had to be the same. Then a few pages later, it also said that all educators, not teachers, not parents, educators, had to be credentialed Tim to teach to the same standards so we've gone after the kids with the money we've gone after the families with the money now all that's left is to say oh yeah mom and dad oh yeah teachers guess what you're not credentialed enough so therefore to be recognized to be able to teach or to get these funds 
you have to be credentialed. It's 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 pretty much like what you were showing in that other country where they're holding the teachers hostage. Yep. They're doing the same thing to our families here, only it's with money. And the people are going to sit here and go to the midterm elections and they're going to go Trump 2024 or whoever 2024 because they have not understood that it is the Republicans just as much as it is the Democrats who mean to undermine this nation because it is not about Democrats and Republicans. It is about globalism and technofascism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's why I was bringing up Lake, because she's one that's being pushed up out there. And if you Mm -hmm. paid attention before, you know, look, she's great at speaking and giving the lines and giving it right back to the other people. And I think she's Mm -hmm. that because she was in it. Okay, but the fact of the matter is, if you look, boy, her ties with the transgender community and stuff was real tight. And then all of a sudden she cut those off to make her run. I want people to be aware of that. You're getting snookered at every turn because you only see what they want you to see. And many people don't dig behind that and find out these ties, Land. They don't see this. I think people in Texas are are getting a little wise to Abbott. I want to think that anyway. At least that's what I got from Daniel Miller. That a lot mm-hmm. of people just, you know, they're wise to the whole system there in Texas. But the problem is, is getting it to move forward and cutting that off. Um, you right. know, coming out of her, my people, so to speak, uh, as yeah. the biblical uh, admonition is. Right. Well, one of the things that I've noticed in some of these meetings where these citizens are getting together and people are recording them as they will and then share them on social media is the fact of depending on if it's a conservative meeting or a liberal meeting, it's always the us against them rhetoric. In other words, the one that I heard yesterday, it was, well, this is what all the Democrats want to do to us. And we as conservative Republicans, we have to get conservative Republicans in the office so that we can have the A, B, C, D, E, and F. And I'm sitting here listening and I'm going, it doesn't matter which side because the 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 script is the same because they have the same lobbyists, the same corporate sponsors, the same people underwriting the legislation. It's I mean, if you look at, at how we have talked about Massey's bill and and Rand Paul's bill to shut down the Department of Education, okay, that's really getting hyped as the, the way to go because the GOP really cares about your family. And Tim, what did we do when we had that show on? We showed you the money behind both of these supposedly constitutional congressmen. And the money was in the Common Core machine. It was in the vaccinations. It was in the data tracking. It was in everything ill and wrong with education. And yet they're going to be your poster boys for uh, GOP because, after all, they want to shut down the Department of Education. Yeah, well, those who listened to Bradley yesterday got a, a mouthful on on Rand Paul uh, right. and and his wife getting into remdesivir, which is a killer, guys. It's not a help; it's a killer. She was making money in the stocks off of that. So you're exactly right, Lynn. They play the same thing, but they they say they give the words. And again, mm-hmm. I, I want to encourage people go read James chapter two. He says, "Watch those who say, but they don't do." Mm-hmm. And see, real faith, that's where, that's where that whole passage of uh, faith without works is dead. It's not alive. Real right. faith carries works, Ephesians 2.10. It, it produces works. Not that we're doing them to get saved, but it's because God has done something in us through Christ 
mm-hmm. to make us alive to Him. And so, being right. alive, we do those good works that that He has marked out for us. But here's what I'm noticing, Tim, and I know that we we have beat this poor old horse to death on the right and the left with education. I mean, this is not the first show we've done on it. It it clearly isn't, but we need to keep raising awareness because the trajectory of what is happening in education is at a breakneck speed. And when you listen to someone as deceptive as say a liberal going, Oh, well, education savings accounts are going to free them from their zip code. You know, it's all about the zip code. It's all about, equality but then you hear the conservative over here going oh well we need to have it because that's going to protect our freedom that's going to give our parents the rights and suzanne and i have done a show in fact we're going to play a clip for you from that show where we had a constitutional expert lawyer come on and absolutely obliterate the fallacy behind government giving parents rights because it is absolutely not true. The government doesn't give you rights. The government was to protect your rights. It was to be there to serve you, not you serve it. Okay. Okay. So with that said, okay, if people doubt any of the collusion between the right and the left right now, the infrastructure law that uh, was such a big deal that was made out to be, oh, this is so bipartisan. We have Democrats and Republicans working on the same side of the aisle. You know, we had that show and we told you that in that infrastructure bill that became a law that is still the de facto rule, Tim, we told people then when it was passed, education was woven in over 230 times and this was supposed to be a bill about jobs and infrastructure meaning data tracking not just building your roads well why would education be woven in because it has to be because you cannot data track a career pigeonhole uh, a child or an adult if they're not hooked into the system and if you can't get them hooked into the system through the bunny you're going to do it through the job yeah, and that's that's exactly what they're doing. We're uh, I was showing a few uh, of these articles that you have at your site, commoncordiva yeah. dot com, and yeah. these will be in the archive as well in case people want to go back and and revisit yeah, some of this because we have covered it before. Oh, absolutely. And what we've done is we've shown on each of these episodes that you're showing, Tim, we've shown how it is not reserved for one political party. We have shown you the union between the two parties in this. Yeah, I call them the Beast's Uniparty. That's what they are. Right, right. Okay, one of the things that I wanted to point out is this particular infrastructure law. Now, it's been a law since November of 2021, Tim. Did you happen to know that Congress now has this law back in a hearing? Why would they have it in a hearing to create more Orwellian, draconian ways to track you and the way i know this is because if you listen to the particular hearing they're going to understand what it is they're trying to do and this is um something that everyone needs to know about because usually when a law goes in on in on the books it doesn't have a hearing after it becomes a law not typically Most of the time, the hearings happen before it becomes a law, but this one has recently happened, and I give you the link so you could go and see all the actions for this particular uh, bill 
that now has become a law. And you can see, yes, the Senate Banking, Housing and Urban Affairs just had a hearing on it. And you want to know what the hearing was about? Please tell us. Inquiring minds want to know. The economic burdens and absolute horrible costs that climate change is bringing us. Oh, Lord. So if they're not getting you um, through the education savings account, they're going to get you with the agenda, which is this climate change. Now, the reason why I attached uh, Senator Toomey's uh, speech, his opening remark, is because you have to read it. You have to see the absolute bunk that is written into this particular statement. And if you can't read it, I will get it for you real quick. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay, it says here, this is dated August the 12th, 2022, delivered uh, to email. And this is to the Secretary of Education. Oh, how fun is this? Dear Secretary Cardona, we are extremely disappointed that you failed to heed multiple requests to extend the comment period for the misguided notice of proposed rulemaking. Nevertheless, we write to urge you to withdraw it and instead work with Congress on meaningful student aid reforms. And he goes on to tell you that this is going to cost us $85.1 billion and that Congress believes they have a say in what is going on. So it's absolutely just redundant to me how people can sit here and go, oh, but it's all the Democrats' fault. Oh, it's all the Republicans' fault. Honey, it's both of them. And it's because we're not doing our job. That's right. That's right. Lynn, there's there's one thing uh, I got here. You were talking about yes. the tracking and then yes. tying that into this uh, a global warming climate change nonsense. Mm-hmm. This was something I played earlier in, or was it earlier? No, it can't be earlier in the week because it's only, well, when, it could be it earlier was, in the week. It might have been last <laughs> week. I, I lose what day I'm in sometimes. But listen listen to this guy. It's only about 20-something seconds. This is right out of the World Economic Forum. Listen to what he's saying. We're developing through technology an ability Whoops, sorry. I for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's... Where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So individual carbon footprint tracker. Mm. Stay tuned. We don't have it operational yet, but this is something that we're working on. Isn't that, it, I mean, they want to know where you're going, how you're getting there, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And it's tied right into what you just said right there. And it's Absolutely. all about controlling the carbon footprint well how about um you know we quit polluting the the earth the way we do and i'm not look i'm not an earth day guy i'm not any of that stuff but how about quit doing that stuff how about quitting engaging needless wars and everything else that generates heat and stuff like that not that that's causing all this but they look at the individual because they want to control the individual while they're doing all this other stuff and it drives me bananas well, if you want to you want to help with with the environment, stop cutting down all the trees to go build all the rack them, stack them, pack them housing. You know, I mean, there's a there's a historic home not too far from me. And it had this wonderful front yard full of just mature trees to create a a bit of privacy because it's on one of the main roads. And a new person came in and bought the house. They're going to turn it into a business. And what did they do? Cut down every one 
of those mature trees. Well, there goes a lot of oxygen supply for a lot of people. But, oh, it's all us who's who's messing up because we happen to eat something and then have gas. How dare we? Okay, let's move on. because Or I the just, poor cows. Oh, yes. Well, anyway. Okay. This particular hearing, I want folks to hear the lunacy in this. This is going to be Senator Brown from Ohio. I really hope he's not in your family. You're going to start at the 2021 mark and end at 2501. And that is that uh, banking Senate hearings, borrowed time, the economic cost of climate change. Yeah, we're going to pick it up at 2021. Okay. And this will be brown because you you just heard what uh, Senator Toomey had to say. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, the Committee on Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs will come to order. Uh, welcome to the three witnesses in person and our fourth witness um, online, and thank you for that. Uh, climate change is here. The country knows it. It's here for Ohio teachers and students forced to work in schools without air conditioning and 90-plus degree heat for more and more days at both ends of the school year. It's here for Ohio cities and towns, um, like the one Mr. Florida comes from, that draw their drinking water from Lake Erie and face higher and higher costs from harmful algae blooms. It's here for Ohio farmers, many of whom lost an entire growing season in 2019 because of extreme rain, who will soon be forced to grow crops that used to be forced to learn to grow crops, used to be better suited to Arkansas than to Ohio. It's here for our neighbors in Kentucky who watched their homes and communities wash away in the devastating floods this week, the kind that scientists warn are becoming more common. We've seen these pictures, pretty much probably all of us in this room. The flooding could be in many of our states. Ask mayors, ask school superintendents, ask county commissioners about the increasing costs they deal with already because of climate change. Costs we know will only get worse. And we know who will be forced to pay for these costs. It's not the oil companies that make record profits. $8.5 billion last quarter for BP. That's only three months. $12 billion for Chevron. That's $4 billion in profits a month. $12 billion for Shell. That's a billion dollars in profits per week. $18 billion for ExxonMobil. That's $200 million in profits a day. It's not these corporations that pay the bills, local taxpayers. The likely impact of climate change could cost people in my state $6 billion a year. These corporations and their executives have been getting rich by price gouging consumers and polluting our communities for decades. Taxpayers in Ohio, taxpayers around the country will be left to pick up the pieces. Taxpayers are always left to pick up the pieces. It's why we have to act now to grow the renewable energy economy to make our communities more resilient to climate disasters. What in the world is he smoking? It's only more expensive to fix. In previous hearings, we've examined the threat of climate change to our financial system, the economic opportunities for good-paying jobs in the low-carbon economy, the role of insurance in protecting the economy from the coming impact, and how we can reduce carbon emissions as we improve our housing. In each hearing, too many have treated the looming catastrophe of climate change as just kind of a non-issue or something so, so far out in the future that there's no need to spend time on, in this, time on it in this committee. That just no! makes no sense. As the committee tasked with overseeing the stability of our financial system, that's what we're doing. We have a responsibility to do all we can to prevent obvious risks from wrecking our local communities and our financial no! stability. No one on this committee questions the need to prevent cyber crimes by asking how many banks have failed because of it. We don't dismiss financial scams because they don't pose a systemic risk to the financial system at the moment. 
Our towns, our taxpayers can't afford. They for do us that to all the time. Risk any differently? Not when the effects in the economy are so clear. With almost the entire country under excessive heat warnings, with floods and wildfires and droughts and extreme storms. Turn off your direct energy Americans weapons. Lives and livelihoods. Quit cloud seeding. In every state are Mr. about to Brown. with massive bills. Bills many of them just won't see coming. We know there's tremendous economic opportunity if we address these threats in the right way. Ohio, Pennsylvania, South Carolina can create good-paying jobs in the industries of the future. And if we don't lead, we know China will be all too happy to lead. <laughs> this morning we'll hear from four witnesses, including what the executive a clown. director of one of the Ohio groups that published a report called The Bill is Coming Due. It features eye-opening figures detailing costs that will be borne by Ohio towns and cities, and as a result, Ohio taxpayers because of climate change. What I hope to hear from witnesses is a recognition of the risk to our communities, to the lives and livelihoods of our fellow citizens from these real and present and looming and growing threats. I hope we'll hear okay. honest to say. Okay. So let me let, 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 let's get something here. He's already <laughs> leading the witnesses. I hope to hear about the risks. And then he says, everything's going on. It's going to be it's going to be paid by the taxpayers, this, that, and the other. And then he says, well, we need to get into this thing over here with renewable energy, and we're going to do it. Well, who's going to pay for that there, Mr. Brown? That's right. The we same don't. people that you just said. You're talking out of both sides of your mouth. This guy is not a people's representative. He is a, he is, look, he can tell you about corporations, but then he says, oh, well, if we don't lead, China's going to lead. Well, what do you think the renewable systems are? All of that comes from China. Very little of that is manufactured in the U.S. It's coming out of China. The double talk is here is just incredible. Yes, but don't miss, it was about economics and jobs. Oh, and yeah. then he threw in education. Oh, how many times do we have to bring it up, Tim, before people get it? It was under a Republican president's watch that an agreement was signed without the people's consent to do what? Merge education and labor. And we we broke that. We absolutely broke that back in 2018 under who? President Trump. Donnie. And with who by his side? Secretary DeVos. And it had started before they went down to Argentina. And since they've come back, it has been picked up with glee by Republicans and Democrats. Because after all, it's all about the economy and it's all about jobs. And the heck with Johnny and Susie and what they learned, because that doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, and Lynn, let's just make one thing here. And, and 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 again, I was thinking about this last night because I know a lot of people say, "Oh, Tim, you just hate Trump." No, it's not about that. It's about the fact that the people understand who usually listen to this show. They understand the Democrats are the bad guys. They understand that. So I don't have to convince people of that. What right. the the problem is trying to convince them that what they've been sold as the good guy or the good guys, are really mm -hmm. just as bad. In fact, they're worse because they're deceitful in it. The other guys mm -hmm. have their mask off telling you what they think. These guys give you the words, they put the mask on, and then when you aren't looking, they do the exact opposite. And, you know, I can make that point with the economy with Trump. All last year, up until what, September, October, what budget was, who, who did that budget for all of last, last year? Oh, that's right. That was Trump and the Congress before, and that carried over into the Biden administration. And Biden mm -hmm. has done the same thing. He hasn't spent as much. 
as Trump did, and that one COVID-19 bill, $6.2 trillion, okay? So you people have to understand, just because he wasn't in office didn't mean that he wasn't, he didn't sign off on all the funding and spending and everything else that happened for the majority of last year. And that's yeah. when all the stuff started going. So give me a break on the, he gave the greatest economy in the world stuff. You don't do that and keep printing money and keep going in debt. You just don't do it. No, but if remember a couple of weeks ago, we showed the influence of the man's money and how it has not let up. It didn't let up before he was president. It hasn't let up since he was president. His influence financially is almost as bad as Soros. And we know what an evil man he is. So I really don't understand how people go, oh, but he's going to just be the, 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 the greatest thing since sliced bread. Let me show you. This is in, uh, this is link number two, Tim. Let's go to that article because I want people to see that image that Mark Tucker, good old Hillary Clinton's buddy. Which one? Okay, okay it's number two. Okay. Is this is this the images down at the bottom? Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Normalize was, sending kids. That's, do, that's not okay. No, no, no. That's not it. No. If okay. we go to that particular resource number two, you click on it. Okay. If you'll scroll down past the video, you'll gotcha. see the images. And I want folks to see what what Mark Tucker, Hillary's buddy, did to education and how every president since then has picked this up and run with it. I am not seeing them. You're not seeing it. Okay, I'm no, sorry. I'm, and make sure that okay. I'm on the right thing. This is this is your page, right? This is on the... Yeah, uh, hang on, hang on. Let's see. The Unconstitutional $5.8 trillion budget. It's the Congress uses tips learned from Silicon Valley uh -huh. to, sorry about that. to Wrong control one. you from cradle to grave. Okay. We did that show. And let's see, it should be, okay, there it is, right there. Okay. okay, if you can, all right, if people cannot see this, this is a, a um, Im this is an image that I created telling you about the stark realities of Tucker's nine blocks. Number one, a nanny state controlled family for school readiness. Block number two. We'll draw in all choices and align them. Number three means the SGD, SDG number four, which is education for all. All right. Number four means lifelong learning and on a constant treadmill. Number five, C3 and four. Number six is block. Redesign isn't for teachers. It's for uh, sustainable development goal number four and lifelong learning. Uh, block number eight means that SDG number eight, which is decent work for all. And then eight and nine will be total control. Parents not included. And this is all a system that he laid out that Bill Clinton picked up with uh, School to Work, I think it was, or Goals 2000. And every president, Tim, I kid you not, every president since Bill Clinton, uh, excuse me, let me back up. Bushes started it. Clinton picked it up. And this is where we are. Yep. And don't think that those education savings accounts and that data tracking are not woven into that nine block system. Now, the reason why we have that nine block system is because when Tucker was run up the flagpole for uh, being such a, a coward, 
He went to Estonia, perfected that nine block system in Estonia and has brought it back to America. This is not the first time I've told you. And where did he land? In Maryland. And we've done a show on how Maryland has now picked up this nine block system and become what? The national poster state of an example of how the rest of the nation needs to be. Incredible. Incredible. And this is under this is under what? Bipartisan leadership. Yeah. Yeah, and, and a lot of this is it's being snuck in. I you know, um uh I think as Jackie's saying that, that her business did really well under Trump and I don't wanna I don't wanna say it it wasn't doing well, but I think you have to understand the economics of what's going on overall. And so when you have a lot of money printing going on and you're you're putting that stuff out, uh then you're putting that whether it's a small amount, which he did some things that were small amounts to the people, and then corporations got a bunch of money. Uh, we saw that with some of those, those uh, what were the things that they did with the COVID and stuff, and they gave everybody so much money. Anyway, uh, all of that comes in, so people are going to spend money. But what was happening to the value of your dollar that you were getting? It was it was declining, and then now you have another guy that comes in and does this. So anyway, I just want to say there's things that are going on that just isn't about necessarily the money. The money's in there, but this is kind of what, what Lynn is talking about, that it's going into these unconstitutional things like education, and Trump was probably bigger than anybody because his wife and daughter were in pimping that stuff out. Oh, absolutely. Um, Especially and the, workforce. The, the workforce stuff. Yeah, right. the uh, workforce. through the STEM. Yeah, yep. through this. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I know we're running short on time. So in the archives, you will see that North Carolina has just trotted out a new workforce alignment uh, education plan that will match the infrastructure uh, law that Biden signed into being and is now having the hearing that's connected to climate change. Which will lead us to the notorious, the awful representative Virginia Fox from here in North Carolina, because she's up for re-election. And what is she doing, Tim? She's pimping out the career tech education one more time. And she even, even reached out across the state to Senator Richard Burr, who was really dastardly. And not only did he prop up the Every Student Succeeds Act, but he's one of the people in charge of recalculating the Title I funding to do what? Go from per pupil need to whole school so that all those mental health services and all those health clinic services can be featured through your school and you can double dip your school and you can screw the Medicare system and our economy all up. So, yay, they've joined forces and they have put out a joint letter that will be attached for you to see as well. Then she also went and wrote an op-ed on parental rights, Tim, because after all, she's a GOP or a GOPO. Uh, GOPers really care about parental rights. No, they don't. They want to see them taken away. They just don't want to tell you. But she did it for the Daily Signal. So that'll be included in there as well. This will also dovetail right into the deceptive school choice that we're seeing that we talked about uh, from the midterm elections. Uh, the trouble is that uh, conservatives will paint themselves as using these as a savior to the family, but the liberals love them too because it'll save them money somehow. And uh, I give you that particular um, resource. Then I give you the uh, resource where we had our constitutional attorney, Joanna Martin, nuke the fallacy behind the government-assigned parental rights. Ooh, do we want to play that? 
uh, we do we have time? Can we bring that over on the other side? I mean, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's I got like time. A, I can pop it in there right now. It's like a five minute five minute deal. Yep. But yeah, beginning to five fifty eight. Yep. Beginning to five fifty eight. Right. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. Here we go. Hi, welcome to the Liberty Bell Saturday Night Special. I'm Suzanne Amner. And I'm Lynn Taylor. And this is going to be our Saturday Night Special, where we bring to you a constitutional expert who's going to help us break down for you the fallacies behind school choice or the parental rights therein that are interconnected. Yes, and we have with us uh, constitutional attorney Joanna Martin. You also know her as Publius Hulda. She has been uh, with writing with Freedom Outpost before uh, Tim left there, and then over I the love the of pH. Been many many years now. I uh, happened to meet uh, Miss Publius at uh, the Cherokee Cattle Company. I think it was back in 2014. When they were doing the convention of the states meeting there, uh, and she debated um, an individual who was for the convention of the states, but she showed us all, nope, you do not want a convention of the states. And, and you know, Suzanne, job. it's interesting you that you bring that up. And if you could have Joanna speak to that for just a minute sure. with our audience, because that's going to actually play into what our topic is tonight. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, uh, Ms. Publius, tell us a little, tell our audience a little bit about yourself and then get right into the meat of the matter on co- convention of the states. Well, I'm a retired litigation attorney. I graduated from law school some 50 years ago. I went into the Army JAG Corps. I was stationed in Berlin, Germany during the Cold War and lived there for almost four years. I, um, when I got out of the Army, I went into private practice in Florida where I did civil litigation. And then uh, I retired, ah, blessed retirement and fulfilled my life's dream of being a farm woman. Yeah. Yeah, farm woman. But then the night Obama got elected the first time, the next morning I put away all of my fun stuff, got out my copy of the Federalist Papers, reviewed it, and went to work teaching the Constitution to the American people, the original intent of the Constitution, and that's all I've been doing ever since. Well, congratulations. Uh, and and yes. I've been working very hard to stop an Article 5 convention. We must call it what it is. It's a convention provided for by Article 5 of the Constitution. Congress calls it. Congress has the power to determine all issues uh, involved in setting up the convention, including determining the number and selection process for delegates. Nothing in the Constitution requires Congress to permit the states to participate in the convention. Aha. Uh-huh. There, there it is. is. There it is. No such thing mm-hmm. as a convention controlled by the states to address our federal Constitution. 
That is one of the biggest lies which has ever been perpetrated on the American people, convincing them that the convention is controlled by the states. After 34 states have applied to Congress to call it, the states have nothing to do with the convention. Mm-hmm. Congress sets it up, determines how the delegates are selected, and once that convention convenes, the delegates can do whatever they want, including drafting a new constitution with its own new mode of ratification. <gasps> wow. wow, which wow. is why which you is know, why the new AI Bill of Rights is such a big deal. And exactly. I did a show on that um, with Tim on the Sons of Liberty, and it is to not supplement the bill of rights we have it is to replace the bill of rights yeah Uh um the uh our original constitution was the articles of confederation but there were defects in the articles so in february the 21st 1787 the continental congress called a convention quote for the sole and express purpose of revising the articles of confederation but the delegates ignored their instructions to merely propose amendments to the Articles of Confederation. Uh-huh. Instead, they wrote a completely new constitution with an easier mode of ratification. And in Federalist Paper number 40, James Madison, the father of our Constitution, mm-hmm. said he referred to that specific right set forth in our Declaration of Independence of the transcendent and precious right of a people to throw off one government and set up a new one as justification for the delegates ignoring their instructions and writing a new constitution. Mm, wow. wow. Now, now we've okay. covered that. We've covered that, mm-hmm. Lynn. And by the way, Jackie, don't don't worry about what you said, hon. I it's don't don't worry about that at all. <laughs> Nobody's upset at you uh, because you brought up trying. He did do some some good things, but there but it's the bad stuff that came out. It's like man, I mean, what happened? Anyway, this part right here, Lynn, is mm-hmm. what, you know, we've had Joanne on before. This is what I've debated. Right. Uh, the guy up here in North Carolina was for Convention of States. This is what I told the guy in Minnesota that Bradley did a, a deal with. And he wrote me to tell me, he said, I thought about what you said. And he says, you're exactly right. They're mm-hmm. trying to, to hoodoo us. And he got out of it. I told him, I said, you need to lead your people, man. You need to yeah. tell them and help them understand what how they're being hoodooed there. We got about 30 seconds before we end the show. And then we're going to carry over on the other side so right. people can pick yeah. us up. On sonsoflibertymedia.com. Lynn, you got about 20 seconds now. Tell people where they can find out about you. CommonCoreDiva.com. If you wish to financially bless any of the work that I do, there is a donate button there. If not, uh, you can get in touch with Tim because we're still battling this cancer together. And I thank everyone for everything they're doing. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, Lynn, we appreciate you very much. And guys, if you want to hear the rest of what we got, we've got a couple more things that we're going to cover here. Uh, Go to sonsoflibertymedia.com. BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page there, DLive.TV at the Sons of Liberty, which are telling me he's kind of acting up over there. I don't know what's going on or any of the Facebook pages we're on. And Lord willing, we're going to be back with you in the morning. Brent Winters, common lawyer. You don't want to miss this one. It's really good. All right, I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And I'll tell you a little bit more about Brent at the end of the show because okay. you don't want to miss that one, I'm, I'm telling you. Lynn? Okay, all right. Well, if we didn't have enough uh 
right versus left, Republican versus Democrat hype. There is a new midterm uh, from the conservatives picture where it says normalize sending kids to trade school. And I'm sitting here going, and how is that going to help normalize your child? What it's going to do is it's going to continue to glamorize the learn to earn, the hurry up, get out of school so you could go make a paycheck for not yourself, but for somebody else. And it's absolutely slays me how people can think that this is okay. And the image, let's see, it could not load. It will be that way. Okay. Anyway, I saw it. Um, it is from a group called the NECA. And if you go to them, they are a glorified union. And it says, when one person grows, the whole company grows. And so, yeah, this is uh, this is hurry up and learn so that you can Hurry up and earn. And if you look, you've got Dunwoody College of Technology, University of Massachusetts, uh, the University of Massachusetts Global. Then we have University of Wisconsin, Stout, LSU Online, Valdosta State. That's a part of the University of Georgia down way down south in Georgia. Okay, University of Arkansas Online, Oakland City University, Indiana University Online, and the the CCNC, which I have no idea what that is. But yeah, they uh, uh, they're they're a, a union type of group, and this is what they're saying: is you need to normalize sending your kids to a trade school. And you you think, oh well, I'm going to escape the Common Core. No, you won't, because it's in the trade school. So is the STEM. So is the career tech education. We have been over this and over this and over this. But yet, because it's midterm, you can promise people the moon, and that's usually what happens with economy. Is it doesn't just it, it the economy doesn't just start and stop with one president it constantly goes and so if we think that we're in a bad economy it's not necessarily under the president's uh leadership that we're in now it's residual from stuff that happened years ago and it's just now catching up or if it's good it's the same way because it's a constant flowing thing so this oh it's all Trump's fault. Oh, it's all Biden's fault. No, it's a continuation of of just uh, lunacy is what it is. Okay. okay. So let's keep going. Um, Let's see here. We did that. All right. Now, uh, more the more liberal approach for midterms will be all those science, technology, engineering, and math jobs for all kids to become aligned. Uh, so I have that attached for you as well. Um, this particular image is from a nanny tutor babysitting website called Sitter City. Uh, Sitter City was bought out by Bright Horizons, and Bright Horizons is knee-deep in propping up the United Nations Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math. All right. We also have in the archives for you the dark side of STEM which is all about the sexual perversions that is embraced by both your Republicans and your Democrats. It's also embraced by your right versus your left. Uh, And if you'll remember, we did a show where we had that image of the flower and it was the root system was the United Nations and it was using STEM to grow that that barely educated workforce. Okay. Uh, We also have, so people won't think that I'm picking on one party alone, 
uh, resource number 11 for you today will be from the Republicans in D.C., uh, the dire warning that higher education must reform or we're going to see it totally die. And uh, that's just really. I'd love to see that. Well, here's the thing. It's going to die and be replaced by what skill based workforce is what it is. Because that's, again, part behind the the school choice misnomer. It's not going to give you more options. It's going to go after every private institute, including homeschool. We just taught, we started the show with how, and it's going to shut it down, rebrand it as public, put it under public jurisdiction, national control, thereby uh, eliminating the need for school boards and elections. And if you think that I'm smoking dope, Go back and look at some of the shows that Suzanne and I have done. Go back and look at the research that Charlotte Iserby did on this and Anita Hogue and several of us who have shown you this is the mastermind behind the school choice that both sides are propping up. So, of course, higher education has to die because all private education has to die, too. All right, because you can't have it controlled. If it's if there's still nonconformity out there, then finally, from the Democrats, how they want to have uh, their say in how job training needs to take the place of education. And then finally, from the Senate. okay, that was uh, both sides of the House. okay, the Republicans and the Democrats in the House. And then the last one that I give you is from both sides of the Senate in the health committee. And it will tell you there that they're more concerned about workforce than they are academics. Okay. So that is everything that will be in the archives, my dear. Okie dokie. All right. I, you know what? I, I think there that, um, you know, just from some of the discussion that we've had here, boy, we we really need to have to do like an economics uh, show, just an mm-hmm. economic show, just so people understand, because the appearance that something is better uh, doesn't necessarily mean it's really better. It's usually right. got a face on it, and um, you can't. Again, let me let me ask people this. Just you know, no, I'm not trying to be argumentative. Just to give people right. something to think about uh, out of this, because we're seeing all this stuff that you're talking about, Lynn. They're just taking money and spending it on it. Right. And again, this happens in every administration. Mm-hmm. It, it, it doesn't matter from from Carter on. Well, I should say, really, from uh, from Reagan on, uh, it's been that way. Whether it's Democrat or Republican, they're spending this money on that. Now, that money has got to come from someplace, and it's coming from us. Mm-hmm. And we never authorized them to do it. But in an economy, when when we think about what we're in, we're we call it an economy. Okay, it's a debt based economy. Yep. It is not based on gold and silver like what the Constitution says or, or for spending for debts, okay? Mm-hmm. It is based upon a receipt. It isn't even a receipt for gold and silver. It's just an IOU for gold and mm-hmm. silver. That's what we have yeah. in our wallets. So if you want to say that's a good economy because at some point in time you maybe not didn't have as many taxes uh, as, as something else, or you could buy a little more, or whatever the case may be, you've got to understand there's still debt being incurred by the trillions in either of this case. And let me give you an example. If you guys have a credit card, and you all of a sudden are able for, you know, let's say they give you $10,000 worth of credit, and that's got interest on it, just like the money is that we have, that we get, 
So what you have is you go spend that $10,000 over the year, over four years during a particular administration. Okay. And it seems great, right? You're getting all the stuff you need. Um, you're making the minimum payments or whatever the case may be. And all that sounds good. And then you go into an administration that mm, they raise the taxes or whatever. Uh, or you have some kind of crisis that creates the rise in, in gas prices or uh, electric prices or food or whatever the case may be. Well, now you're in debt. And now you've got to pay more for the things that you need. You're, you still have the same kind of system that's going on, but now you've gotten in debt. And the more you get in debt, the more you're paying debt, you're getting debt to try to pay debt, and that does, that never works. So that's what we've been in for decades here. Yeah. And I think if anybody was honest in, in politics, they would tell us how they're, how they're acquiring that money. And Roger, uh, what was it, last week, Roger Sales told us they're doing it through the birth certificate, and all that money is based on you and me. It's based on you and me. They are making trillions of dollars off of us, and they're not giving us a dime. Occasionally, they throw us a couple of bones, like I mentioned there with Trump. But I, I want people to understand the economics there. It works the same way in government as it does for us. They're just, they have a way of, of deceiving us into thinking it's better one way than the other. And I, I think that's something that people really need to pick up on is... The reason the American people end up going into debt is because that's the way we've been led by our own government to do that, and oh, yeah. uh, and and that's a real that's a real problem. And I'm sure that's coming out in the whole education process when they want you to get loans from them to where you owe them money, which is really your money. It's really your money. It's not theirs. Right. And what if we said if they don't get it back in payment, they're going to get a pound of flesh because you have to go as part of that requirement. You have to go work for who the government says you need to go work for or work for the government. You know, doesn't matter. But it, it yeah, and I want people to understand, OK, there's not been a decent president, especially for education probably as as charlotte would have told us it's grover cleveland okay the rest of them have been progressive and sold us down the river and sold us down the river and you know people want to sit here and dream that uh trump 2024 is going to be the answer to all our problems honey had he been reelected and in in office now this same garbage would have happened it had right. to yeah. because it was part of the debt system so it didn't blow up on his watch and for that people are thinking oh trump oh trump let's praise trump let's praise trump no you can't because you know it's a false narrative it absolutely is he is not the savior of this nation god almighty is biden is not the answer to our problems god is yeah, and just so people understand the the whole concept of the uh, the bankruptcy, and not to get into a whole other thing, but you can pick up some of that from our show from Roger Sells uh, last week. But the bankruptcy—that's what they're controlling. Nineteen thirty-three, I think nineteen ninety-nine was the third uh, bankruptcy of the United States. So they're they're just controlling the bankruptcy. That's what they're doing. It's hemorrhaging. Uh, and, yeah, and you're supposed to have three strikes on bankruptcy, and you're out. That counts for you and me, and it counts for governments, too. So you're wondering why there's all this turmoil? That's why. We are bankrupt. And not only are we bankrupt, we're bankrupt and we're in debt. 
<laughs> so so we got both of them Poor going on. and broke <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's the way it is I, I want people to understand that because when when the guys come along and they say oh we want to lower your taxes well how about you eliminate those things we there didn't you authorize go. you to be taxing us there as people go. and everybody and gets where- they get the sneeches thing i'm not going to play the sneeches again next week will be cat in the hat but <laughs> but uh <laughs> But the whole idea is they get us pitted against each other. Well, you're not paying your taxes. Well, you're not paying your taxes. And we think it's patriotic to pay taxes. Our forefathers threw some tea in the sea. Yeah. I'm a poet don't know it, but my feet show it because they're long fellas. They yeah. took some the tea and they threw it in the sea because of taxes. They protested yeah. taxes. Why? Because government has no right to the fruit of your labor. No right to it. But think about most of our taxes, where does it go? Yep. It goes to stuff that we don't want. Education. And we didn't Well, yeah, Education. there's a lot of that, that too. And, and, yeah. and with midterm, what are you going to hear? Yep. Oh, well, I'm a I'm of this party and I'm going to raise your taxes. Or I'm from this party and I'm going to lower your taxes. Well, of course you're going to have the person who's going to say they'll lower taxes get elected. Because why? You're right. We have been told that paying taxes is patriotic. Yep. No, it is absolutely not patriotic. That's that indoctrination. That's what it comes is. on. It absolutely is. Yep. Well, Tim, next week, I wanted to, to tease everybody just a little bit. We're going to have a special guest. Uh, we've got a, a warrior mom from Virginia who is going to join us. Her first name is Ann. And uh, we are going to be talking about two opportunities for we the people to speak out against some of this tyranny through the data tracking and the data mining. So that's next week's show. So uh, I hope people will tune in for that. Okay. All right, Lynn, we appreciate you as always. Thank you so much. And you guys will have the link up too for Lynn's uh, website. You can go there and you can help her if you want in uh, the battle she has with cancer there. She's trying to go the naturopathic route instead of allopathic and I guess they want her to off herself faster that way, but this way uh, there there is healing. There is some some promise of healing there uh, that many people have had, and so keep her in your prayers. And if you want to support her, we'll have that link in the archive. Also tomorrow, Brent Winters. Brent was mentioned by Roger last week. I got in touch with him, talked with him for about an hour, and wow, what a kindred spirit! And I'm telling you tomorrow, it's going to be church. I'm just telling you. I'm warning you. This guy knows his stuff. And you you are going to be amazed. We got into the issue of the militia for about 30, 45 minutes, I think, of of our interview. And he starts pulling out of the book of numbers. Why those numbers are there. Those are your militia numbers. Uh, the, the, the setup here of who owns the land, all these. I, I told him, I said, we're going to have to do a several shows together. And you'll like him because he's down to earth. He's just He's out in the West, but he's just a good old country guy. And I, I just, I love him. I, I love him. I think you will too. And uh, we'll have Brent on in the morning. It's pre recorded, but we'll have him on in the morning, 6 a.m., Lord willing. Talk to you then.